0: Supernatural events can take many forms, from haunted houses to beings that exist within a certain area or realm and trap unsuspecting victims. A House on the Bayou could be one of those locations. Angela Sarafin and Lisa McHugh play mother and daughter in A House on the Bayou. Tell me about this film and their experience. And this is on Sci-Fi Talk, on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity, the ladies and that house on the bayou talk about your your characters, you play mother and daughter. how did you develop that relationship did you have time uh, and you know to, to to develop that before you started shooting?
1: We got there like two days before shooting started it was it was a it was a very like fast paced film, but it It all happened so naturally, like within like a day, Angela and me and Jacob even were like very, very close. And we were able to just really get that like a natural bond together because we were all we all really wanted to get to know each other. And I think when you have that willingness, it just happens very naturally during filming. So we really didn't have any time to prepare, but it all just fell into place very, very naturally.
2: Yeah, I, I found it really refreshing because Leah and Jacob both wanted to hang out all the time. And everything that you see on screen stems from our personal relationship with each other. And um, I, I, I think that's the best way to act is when you're acting with the other person. And so even though it was, like Leah said, two days before shooting, that's when I arrived. Um, we had so much time together because we were... Together on set, we were together off set, so we were really learning about our characters and about each other as humans and how we can do.
0: There's more about a house on the bayou in just a moment. Would you say the environment, you know, the house and just being in that area helped mm-hmm. you with your characters and helped you get into the story?
1: Yeah, I love being on location. Like, cause even just like staying in a hotel, when, when I'm like away from my family and my friends and like where I'm comfortable, I'm able to like challenge myself and, you know, be really be the character. So, you know, when you're alone in a hotel and you you read your script and you think about it and you're not like distracted from the character, you know, so like being on location is very, very helpful. And the house like really set the stage for the whole movie. I feel like it was all very like, it was perfect for that house that was i feel like they wrote it for the house or something
2: i i got to see pictures of the house before i ever arrived on set and i thought it was quite cinematic the genre fed itself and the, the house itself is a character and story and so all the life that happens it just you could fantasize about all of the realities that can exist in this space so it definitely fed us exactly
0: her, for both of you, this was, I mean, you each had the gamut of emotions in this. And at times it was trying. Did you both have to kind of detox a little bit after shooting and kind of get away from it because you poured so much into your roles?
1: I I did. I felt lost after like filming for two weeks when I came home. It was so weird because I I feel like I never really Become that close with my cast members as I did with Angela and Jacob, and I was like really sad almost when I got home. I, I didn't want to leave. I mean, it was it was like a really really sad goodbye. We all packed up our cars and left at the same time, and you know I cried. It was so sad. And when I came home, I was like I felt like no one I could talk to would understand. Oh. I was just all like I was for like two weeks. I was very sad.
2: Oh. You know, it's interesting because we. It, What you were saying earlier, Leah, I really love what you are saying about how we are away from our families. When you're on location, you're together. And so you almost have to learn more about yourself and the other people, and you have genuine connections. Because I think we're always playing characters in our lives. Like, I could be a good daughter, a a good sister, someone's girlfriend. Like, you have all these kind of responsibilities that take you away, but when you're isolated in one place, you bond with each other with your qualities and hopefully grow in that process. And I have to say, after I finished this movie, I felt like I really grew a lot. So I was so grateful. Grateful. I almost didn't need a detox. I just felt like I gained such insight and I learned a lot about myself. And I have friends now that I, like is a good friend of mine. And, and aside from that, also the crew... I love the three ones so much. Um, and I've in touch with a few of them and I see them on Instagram.
0: Now, Alex McCauley, besides your editing, wrote this. Mm-hmm. Were you both allowed to make any changes as far as nuances to your character or anything during filming?
1: I don't think we changed anything, but Alex he was very like discussive about the part and was very interested in our take on the characters. And, you know, you know, what I love is sort of playing with the character and not being like stone set on one thing. He was very open. And, you know, we, we tried so many different versions of everything. Like I feel like you could edit this movie in a million ways because of all the different types of things that we did. And, you know, that was thanks to Alex and, you know, he would throw in like little like pieces that we would kind of pick up and interpret in our own way and and we created this like very like special sort of natural thing and it, and it made us all really excited to like
2: understand the characters. Yeah he was open to interpretation. He was really, really explored like that way. He I had this point of view that I thought that everything that happens in this movie is Jessica's manifestation. So he was like, Yes, I love that. Yes, let's do that. So every scene was kind of colored in this other metaphoric way. Because um, sometimes consciously we, we might want one thing and subconsciously actually it's something else. So I think maybe in a way is a metaphor of that.
0: It's too easy to just say this is a horror film. To me, it's a little more than that, it's almost like a fable. It, that it really is it's like we are the victims of our and of our own of our own mistakes and consequences we have to pay in a certain way how did you ladies feel about uh, you know what this film was other than just a, a straight on horror film
1: yeah i i like scripts that like they tell a different story than i've seen you know i'm i i hate like seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And when I, when I read the script, I was so like shocked and surprised by what happened. And I found the decisions that the character made, the characters made during the movie were, were like interesting and, and diff like a different take on what someone might do. And I don't, I don't think this is like a typical, just like straight on horror movie. It, it, I feel like it really invests you in the characters so you know it's not just meaningless scares and jump scares it's it, like you're you're very invested by the end of it and you're um, you're not sure what to think almost
2: what I love about the genre is that it gives you an opportunity to explore the darkness and humanity like you can see they're, they're very human characters but also it's a beautiful genre horror that you can almost exaggerate certain elements. So I find that it's an exploration of, it's, it's what you said about that self-fulfilling prophecy almost, that it's, a, it's, it's, an, it's an experiment on human psychology and what can the mind, how far can you go? How, how far? Yeah, what are you willing to do? Yeah.
0: More with Angela Serafin and also Leah McHugh in a moment. Obviously, we can't say too much, but the character of Isaac was very intriguing to me. As the movie went on, uh, it was th- there were little clues as to what he could be. And then that speech at the end where he gives where I, he says, I could be this, I could be that I could be this. Uh, what was it like? Did you know much about him? Or was it easier as actors to kind of be in the dark as far as who Isaac might actually be?
1: I think he was different to every single one of us. I think I think he was sort of the thing in our life that we needed in that moment to become better versions of ourselves almost. And to Anna, he was sort of the realization. You know, she 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 feels very disconnected from her parents at the beginning of the movie because they're very focused on each other. And, they start, and she feels not not really necessarily like neglected, but with, she feels that loss of like connection and love between them because they're very focused on their, themselves. And she, you know, she's a very insecure, you know, teenager and she kind of needs that love and attention. And, you know, Isaac gives that to her and she's very naive and very innocent and she falls for it
0: she's still trying to figure out who she is too. And that adds to her yes, vulnerability. Yes.
1: He, he helps. I think he sort of helps her discover that, that she doesn't actually need that. And what really matters is her family and not that like artificial, like love that isn't real.
2: Is it artificial? you know, I, I wonder, you know, sometimes I go, you know, that there's an innocence to that, that love that we can have with someone else and, sometimes what might seem evil might end up being the gift, which is Isaac's speech at the end. So I guess for me, Isaac, I felt was an extension of me. I think Grandpappy and Isaac both are an extension of possibly Jessica. And sometimes bad things happen, so the good can come of that. And we, we become better people at the end. And I think... There is a theme in that in this film as well.
0: Yeah, Angela, Jessica had to definitely, at times, go a little darker and and probably show a side of herself that she never really showed before.
2: Yeah, and I, I like that about this character because it's very human. I think that we're not all good. We can't all be good all the time. And sometimes there are things that we're ashamed of, but eventually it's not about judging the people that we are it's about becoming hopefully the best version of ourselves whatever that will look like on that day.
0: i'd be remiss to say leah you're now part of the mcu because of the eternals how does that feel how did that role feel for you
1: it's very exciting it is very exciting it's a whole new whole difference it was it was funny when we were filming House on the Bayou because it hadn't really been out yet. And, you know, no trailer, no press, no nothing. So um, Mary Margaret was like, Leah, like you're you're so huge and big. Like, I'm so happy that you are you know you're doing this movie. It was It was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> and Angela, I mean, what you did on Westworld, there was a certain vulnerability you brought to her that I don't know that really made her character very special. I really enjoyed what you did with her and the arc that she had. And, uh, you know, it's like the whole theme to me in Westworld was that the humans are much worse than the synthetics.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thank you, thank you for your time. I don't know, everything's up to the question. I thought that the the hosts are more human at times than humans. So the
0: thematic of being yeah they were trying to kind of find their place in the world I mean they had they they really didn't have a life experience that wasn't programmed into them so they had to kind of find their own way and boy did they ever
2: more than some (laughs) of that (laughs)
0: yeah absolutely absolutely was it a pretty serious set for House on the Bayou or was there a chance to kind of have some levity
1: at times, it depended on like the scene and the day and what we were shooting. That honestly, one of the really dramatic scenes, Jacob and I were really messing around behind the scenes and having a good time. <laughs> it was it was one of the hallway scenes, and it was close to the end of filming, and we were just buddies by then. And you know, you gotta find like the light in the and the um, you know, like the lightness even when you're shooting those types of scenes to kind of keep your Keep yourself, you're, you know, you don't go too crazy into that dark place.
0: What about you, Angela? Any, any, any moments that kind of was a tension release kind of thing?
2: Yeah, we had to stay like playing piano in between. I played piano classically, and it was just really fun to go in between takes. But, but, but I thought that there were moments where it was, it was just really fun. Like Even walking to crafty is fun. Going, what am I doing now?
1: Ah, it was funny. We were always talking about food. Yeah. <laughs> Discovering different restaurants. And that's what we do when we hang out. We go to like restaurants and order like a bunch of stuff and just share it and like taste everything.
2: Family <laughs> style.
1: Yes. Family style.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds good. How long was the shoot?
1: It was an 18 day shoot.
0: Wow. That's quick.
1: It was very, yeah. very, quick. very, very. We got very down and dirty and just got it, got it done. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And I got cast fairly like last minute. I was working on something else. So for me, it was i work and then I'd memorize the lines for the next day and I'd work. And then so it, it, it happened perfectly, I think, because it was very dreamlike. My dreams would affect my days and the lines and the people. And it was all kind of one beautiful thing.
0: I've talked to actors in the past about fake blood, the pros and cons of it. <laughs> so how was the experience for both of you?
1: I hated getting blood shoved up my nose and I had like a dry patch on my nose for like months after that. Cause they had to I like every single day is like the blood in the nose for me. <laughs> and, and there was a day that I, I bleed at the, t- the, the thing that happens at the table. I think we did that three times and Alex was almost like hesitant to have me do it. The thing where I fall Cause he kind of, I think he kind of felt bad for me. Like he didn't want to make me do that. And I was like, no, let's do it. Like, let's just get it over with. It's going to be funny, like whatever. And they, they put like the blood in it, like went down my throat and it's really gross.
2: What <laughs> is like, it's like honey. It's kind of sticky too. Yeah. It doesn't taste
1: bad. It just, it, it doesn't feel good when it goes down your nose.
2: And also doesn't feel that good when it's on your body either.
1: Yeah. But it feels really like, sticky Yeah, gross. And you just feel like you want to go like, then you kind of get used to it. You yeah, water everywhere. But I got to tell you, like when you when you go home and shower, it's like the best feeling ever when you're finally clean. <laughs> yes, definitely.
0: that's great. What's uh, what's on the agenda for both of you coming up?
1: Well, I have some exciting new things for the future, but I can't really say anything right now. But can't wait to tell you when I
2: can. There's some things in the works, and uh, there's a film that I did called King Night, which I really love doing, and that's coming out in February, I think.
0: Cool. And I always ask this, uh, how has it been with COVID for both of you?
2: Well, COVID makes things really complicated. Like We had a really safe set when we were working um, on a house on the bayou. We checked regularly, everybody wore masks, so everything... It's, it's added another layer, but it's important that people feel safe and working on this. Our producers were also very responsible. We had other things too, like we had hurricanes and tornadoes and <laughs> stop set and stop production. So everybody was really thoughtful throughout this process.
0: Yeah, that's the South. You're going to get that kind of weather. You know, it's, it's
2: yeah, it happens.
0: Yeah, that's the way, that's the nature of it, you know and was the heat a problem
2: it
1: wasn't too bad we shot a lot at night which was nice um but there were the bugs were the problem bugs like bug bites everywhere it was it was really bad actually i got i got a bug bite on my face even like it it was (laughs) we're constantly spraying bug spray on ourselves everywhere like
0: Well, you ladies were absolutely amazing in this. I really enjoyed your performances. Uh, It was, uh, boy, it was intense to watch. I can only imagine what it was intense to play, but you ladies did a great job. Thank
2: you. And
0: this movie is uh, a little gem. I really liked it. It's not what I thought it was. I had my theories a little bit. You know, the way Isaac kind of maneuvered things and kind of knew where things were, it was like, hey, what's going on here? But uh, I, I have my theories who he is, uh, but uh, I'll keep those to myself. It's, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. But congratulations. Uh, you were both amazing and just wish you the best of luck.
1: Thank, Thank you so, so much.
0: Look for House on the Bayou wherever you get your content, including Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and YouTube TV. A House on the Bayou is available wherever you get your content. Subscribe to Sci-Fi Talk at Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And additionally, you can subscribe to Sci-Fi Talk Plus for free lifetime membership with early release, exclusive, and uncut episodes. Just click on the link in the show notes. It's free for a lifetime, no strings.